Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Culips. This is Catchword, the series for intermediate and advanced English learners. Where we teach you idioms or phrasal verbs or expressions that will help improve your English listening and speaking. Today, to help me with this lesson, I'm joined by my co host, Cassie. Hello, Cassie. Hi, Andrew, and hi, listeners. So, everyone, we've got a fantastic vocabulary lesson for you today. It is fantastic, but unfortunately, it's not super positive. <laughs> Today's Topic is talking about disappointing someone. But you know, it's still useful. Life is not always sunshine and rainbows. So even though we're talking about kind of a depressing topic, it's still useful. Okay? So Andrew and I will teach you these two idiomatic expressions that are perfect to use when you're talking about someone getting disappointed. Perfect, Cassie. Yeah, that's exactly right. So the two key expressions that we'll teach everyone today. Are to burst someone's bubble and to dash someone's hopes. And in both of these expressions, the speaker is disappointing someone else, right? So they're really common idioms. English speakers use them all the time when we're talking about disappointing someone. So they're great to add to your vocabulary to help with both your speaking and listening. And we'll get started with this episode in just a moment. But before we do, guys, we want to let you know that there is a transcript and study guide for this episode available to all QLIPS members. We've designed the practice exercises that are in the guide specifically to teach you the important parts of this lesson that will help build your English fluency and help your English sound natural. So, to learn about all the details and to become a Qlips member and get the study guide, visit qlips.com. And of course, we want to say a huge thanks to all the Qlips members out there who support the work that we do here and really keep allowing us to make new episodes and English lessons each and every week. So, everyone, we really appreciate the support and we couldn't do it without you all. And with that out of the way, with that being said, it's time to get started with our lesson for today. And Cassie, the first key expression that we are going to teach everyone about is to burst someone's bubble. To burst someone's bubble. So I could burst your bubble, Cassie, or you could burst my bubble, or I could burst his bubble, or her bubble, or their bubbles, even we could say, right? The、mm -hmm. someone in that expression we can change with、uh, a name of someone or a pronoun, even. So maybe we'll start with the word burst. It is a verb to burst. And Cassie, could you explain that to everyone? What does it mean to burst something? To burst something is to break it or pop it or, yeah, it's no longer intact. Exactly. So it's easy to visualize this expression, I think, right? At least me, I think of kids playing with bubbles, right? So you can get like a soapy solution. And well, at least when I was a kid, you would 
dunk this little plastic wand, we called it, which is really just a piece of plastic with a little circle cut out of it at the end. And then if you take that wand, you dip it in a kind of soapy water or soapy solution, and then either blow on it or wave it around in the air, then bubbles form, and right? And the bubbles float in the air for a moment before they disappear. But, you know, I remember like my little brother and sister doing this. And since I was the mean older sibling, I would pop their bubbles. I would poke their bubbles with my finger and the bubbles would explode, right? And really that explosion is the same thing as bursting, right? So the bubbles burst or they explode and they disappear. They're destroyed, essentially. Yeah, and just like a real bubble bursting, if you burst someone's bubble, it means you are disappointing them by bringing their happiness or their hope to an end. You can think of someone's happiness or hope in something as this, you know, beautiful bubble that lifts them and makes them feel really happy. And all of a sudden you just take your finger and poke into their happiness or their hope and it explodes. Exactly. So we use this expression often when we're talking about people who disappoint someone else by maybe spoiling their day or ruining something that they were looking forward to, or especially about telling them some bad news that uh, is going to inform them about something that they were looking forward to. Right? So if you're expecting something and then it doesn't happen and you have to tell somebody about that, then you might burst their bubble if you disappoint that person with that news. Exactly. I can think of one recently. I forgot what day it was. So I thought that I had uh, some special plans this weekend. And then my friend reminded me, oh, no, Cassie, that's next weekend. And I go, ah, way to burst my bubble. I have to wait two <laughs> weeks now. That's a great example. That's, that's exactly how we use it. I also think that you'll hear people using this expression with an apology. So they'll say, I, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Like, I'm mm. sorry to disappoint you. Or I don't want to burst your bubble. But, and then you tell somebody some bad news. So uh, often we can use this expression as a kind of softener when we want to tell somebody something disappointing or say some bad news to someone that we know will make them feel disappointed. Of course, you have to be careful, right, Cassie? It's case by case, situation by situation. If you're mm -hmm. the boss at a big company and you have to fire one of your employees, <laughs> telling them that they're fired, that's going to be very disappointing and upsetting. But you wouldn't want to say like, hey, Cassie, I've got something to tell you and I don't want to burst your bubble, but you're fired, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't match the situation. That would be horrible. That would be really rude, in fact, right? Because you're using this kind of light, playful expression with um, some very serious news. But if it's something small, right, like, oh, I don't want to burst your bubble, Cassie, but, you know, today is not when we're going to the park for the picnic. That's next week, right? Like, ah, oh, okay, it's not the end of the world. Your, your whole life is not 
changing because of that disappointment. So it is case by case, situation by situation. And I do think we tend to use this expression with lighter news, lighter disappointment, as opposed to something very serious like getting fired from your job. Exactly. I think uh, the next step for us should be to listen to our first example conversation. Right, Andrew? Yeah, let's take a listen to it now. So I've got some bad news. Uh-oh, what's up? I just took a look at the weather forecast and it's not looking good. There's supposed to be a thunderstorm on Saturday and it's going to rain all day on Sunday. Bummer. I guess that means we should cancel the camping trip, huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sleep in a tent when it's pouring rain. Doesn't sound too fun to me. Have you told Peter yet? No, not yet. I didn't want to burst his bubble. He's really excited to go camping. Do you think you could tell him? Yeah, okay. He'll be sad, but we can reschedule for another time. I'll give him a call right now. So in this example conversation, we hear a couple of friends talking about a camping trip. And unfortunately, because of the weather forecast, which is calling for rain and thunderstorms on the weekend, they have to cancel the trip. Now, they haven't told their friend Peter yet, and they're a little worried about doing this because they don't want to burst his bubble. Peter is really excited about the camping trip, and they know when they tell Peter that the trip is canceled, he's going to be disappointed, let down, sad. So yeah, they don't want to burst his bubble, but sometimes telling people <laughs> these kinds of updates is unavoidable. So the friend says she'll call him and tell him. Exactly. Now, Let's listen to example conversation number two. Hey, sis. So I've got an idea to run by you. I'm not lending you money again. No, no, no. Don't worry. I don't need to borrow any money. What do you want then? Well, I've got a date on Saturday and I was thinking I could borrow your car for the night. <laughs> I hate to burst your bubble, but... That's never going to happen. Oh, come on. Nope, sorry. Go buy your own car. All right. In this example conversation, we have a brother and sister. And it seems like this brother is asking his sister for stuff all the time. And she's done with it. <laughs> and in this case, the brother wants to go on a date and he asks if he can borrow her car and she says i hate to burst your bubble but no and andrew i don't know if the listeners can tell but in this example i hate to burst your bubble is kind of sarcastic uh she doesn't really care if she disappoints her brother she's like go away stop bothering me but this is also a way that we could use burst someone's bubble yeah, exactly. So definitely in that example, when the sister says, I hate to burst your bubble, she doesn't actually hate to burst his bubble, right? It, she's just being sarcastic, like you said. You can imagine a brother and sister, their relationship is very close. And yeah, it sounds like the brother is kind of annoying, right? Like we have the sense that he 
asks to borrow money in the past and maybe asks to borrow money often and then asks to borrow her car. So she's like, no, just stop bothering me. Leave me alone. This kind of nuance to that expression in this context. That's right. Well, I think that wraps it up for expression number one. Andrew, let's move on to expression number two, which is to dash someone's hopes. To dash someone's hopes. Andrew, what does it mean to dash someone's hopes? To dash someone's hopes. Well, I think this one is a little bit easier to understand because bubble, you know, to burst someone's bubble, it's a little bit confusing. Like, what is a bubble exactly? It's not exactly clear that that expression means that the bubble is about someone's dream or hope or wish. But in this expression, it's a little bit clearer, right? To dash someone's hopes. So we can understand that a hope is exactly something that someone is looking forward to or wants to happen. The interesting word in this expression is the verb dash, dash. And Cassie, when I was researching this episode, I learned that the verb to dash used to mean to destroy, but we've lost that sense of the word in English for the most part, except it's been preserved in this expression. So interestingly enough, um, to dash someone's hopes means to destroy someone's hopes. So, you know, if somebody is looking forward to something, anticipating something, Uh, really wants something to happen, but then it doesn't happen and you are the person that is telling that person that their hope or their wish or their dream is not happening, then you have dashed someone's hopes. So Andrew, now that we've heard expression one, to burst someone's bubble, and expression two, to dash someone's hopes, do you think there is a big or significant difference between these two expressions? I think for the most part, they're interchangeable, Cassie. All right, let's take a listen to our first example conversation. Let's do it. So, did you make the reservation? I tried my best, but unfortunately, the restaurant is completely booked tonight. They said they have no tables available. No, don't dash my hopes like that. Ugh, I really wanted to eat there before this holiday is over and we have to go back home. The good news is I got us on the waiting list though. So if someone cancels their reservation, they're going to call us first and we're first in line. <sighs> Let's pray someone cancels then. So in this example conversation, we hear two friends talking about a restaurant that they want to visit, but unfortunately, the restaurant is all booked up. There are no tables available, so they can't eat at that restaurant. And when one of the friends hears about this, she responds by saying, no, don't dash my hopes like that. So in this conversation then, of course, we just explained like, Your hope is like your serious dream for the future and something that you're really looking forward to. I have the sense that maybe this friend really wanted to visit this restaurant, but also that she's being a little bit sarcastic, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, joking a little bit because there are some people who probably dream 
about visiting restaurants. But for 99% of people, I think if you find out that a restaurant is booked and you can't visit it, then it's like not the end of the world. You can find a plan B to do, right? Exactly. Perfect. So why don't we listen to one final example conversation with this expression to dash someone's hopes. Okay. Did you hear Brandon's big news? Yeah, he told me that he auditioned for that singing contest show on TV, and he seemed really excited about it. He even thinks he'll get selected to be on the show. He told me that too, but he's a terrible singer. We all know that. Mm, so what did you say to him? I hated to dash his hopes, but... I wanted to tell him the truth, so I sent him a message to tell him that he shouldn't get too excited and he probably won't get on the show. <laughs> How did he respond to that? I'm not sure. I think he's mad at me or something because he just left me on red. Well, he'll get over it soon enough. Don't worry about it. All right, in this example conversation, two people are talking about their acquaintance, Brandon. And Brandon auditioned for a TV show, but one friend is not convinced that he will be selected for this show. He's kind of a terrible singer, and he didn't want Brandon to get overly excited. So he said, I hated to dash his hopes, but I told him that, you know, there's not a big chance he's going to get selected for this show. And as a result, Brandon's feelings got a little hurt. Uh, Andrew, how do we know Brandon's feelings got hurt? What was the expression that was used in this conversation? Yeah, it's a really good expression to know, I think, these days especially. It is on red or to leave somebody on red. So he knows that Brandon was mad at him because he was left on red. And here, red is not the color, but it is the past tense form of the verb read. So R-E-A-D, red. And if somebody leaves you on red, it means that they read a message that you send them, you know, through text message or WhatsApp or any of the big messaging platforms. Here in South Korea, we use Talk mostly, Cassie. So, you know, when you send somebody a message, often you can see if that person read your message or didn't read your message. And if they read your message and they don't reply to you, that means they've left you on read. And, you know, there are sometimes like a million reasons why someone might read your message and not reply to you right away. But often when this situation happens, we automatically go to the worst case scenario and we're automatically thinking like, oh, this person hates me or is angry at me or, or something bad like that. So I think in the example conversation, when he got left on red, he just assumed that Brandon was really angry at him because he didn't get a response from Brandon. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, it's the worst feeling to be left on red. I wish that the software companies that make these messengers just didn't have that feature. Whoever was the genius who created that feature for these apps should be fired. <laughs> it, it's a terrible feature. <laughs> it's good for those that want to know if 
they're being ignored or not, though. It's true. That's true. Anyways, Cassie, we should wrap things up here for this lesson. So, everyone, that's going to bring us to the end for today. But we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope that you learned something new with us and were able to improve and grow your vocabulary with us today. And nice job at getting in some English studying today. You did exactly what you need to keep doing to grow your English bit by bit, part by part. So, guys, keep up the great work. Andrew and I taught you two idiomatic expressions today about how to talk about disappointing other people. Now it's your turn to practice using these expressions. You can practice by making some example sentences and leaving them on our discussion forum or comment section on our website, qlips.com. If you enjoy qlips and find it useful for helping you build your English skills, we would love it if you could support us. By leaving us a five star rating and a positive review on your favorite podcast app, by following us on Instagram or YouTube, or even by telling your friends who are learning English to check us out. We'll be back with another brand new episode soon, and we'll talk to you then. Bye, everyone. Bye.